0: Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa demattis Lapore and Ann Baldwin. And welcome once again to The Connection. I am one of your hosts of this program. Anne Baldwin, uh, President and CEO of Baldwin Media Marketing, and Lisa demattis Lapori, CEO from The Connection. And this show is The Connection, as you just heard, and it's good to be back in the studio again with another great show, we hope. Lots of great feedback we're getting from our listeners, and if you're up bright and early this morning, we appreciate you being there and with us and listening and you know, joining in and hopefully we we'll give you some food for thought, right?
1: Right. Thank you folks for listening in. We yeah. really appreciate it. How you doing? Great. You just had a birthday. I did. I'm not gonna share what the number was, but I did.
0: You won't? You're you're one of those women that doesn't tell your age. I'm
1: not gonna tell my age. Really? Why? I don't want to. You don't? No. I don't think so. Okay,
0: I tell my age. I'm 57. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm 57 and a half.
1: Okay, I'll Uh, get it. Okay, twins. We're both 57. We are. Yes. Can you believe that? We are. All right. I said it on. on, I said it on the radio. Oh my gosh! We're gonna have to celebrate our
0: 60 year together. How fun would that be? That would be fun. Yeah, I feel good for 57. Don't you? I do. You should look at look at all you've accomplished.
1: And look at you too.
0: No, but seriously, I mean, you know, you think about it, here you are, the CEO of The Connection. You've been in that position now for about what? How many months?
1: Oh, since April 1st.
0: Since April 1st, 2017.
1: So Correct. hasn't been that
0: long, but you've been with The Connection for a long, long time. And, you know, that's a, you You know, it's interesting because as I look back and that's when you and I first started working together. Right. And I think about how you'd been at The Connection for how many years prior to that?
1: 27.
0: 27 years and I'm going to editorialize a little bit if you want I can stop and we can cut this out but hopefully you don't but you know you've been there 27 years the CEO position becomes available and uh you have to go through a very rigorous application process right they didn't just hand it to you
1: definitely not the board did their due diligence and they did a national search and they hired you know a firm to do that and we had at least 100 applicants that were really top notch from all around and they did a fair process and that's what they needed to do and i'm really so honored to you know, get the position. And I was, you know, it's interesting you say this because I was reflecting back actually on my life, my career, you know, where I came from and who would have thought, you know, who would have thunk. I was telling my son this, that 27 years ago when I applied as a head counselor role for this brand new women and children's program that they were opening called the Women and Children's Center and now called Halley House, that I would be sitting here today and what an amazing career it has been to see an organization that really believes in saving the soul, rebuilding the lives of citizens in Connecticut and their families to have seen the progression of this small sort of mom and pop organization turn into this sophisticated large nonprofit that serves so many families. and individuals that are suffering from so many different things that you know we see every day on the news substance abuse mental health homelessness abuse incarceration incarceration domestic right. violence it's out there housing etc mm-hmm. and to see us grow and it's amazing to me and you know i um actually am still in touch with several of our clients some of several of those women that had children that were born back in 91 and 92 and, you know, here these women are, you know, in their 20s, these babies that I, you know, cradled that were born with moms that had pretty serious, you know, um, histories of substance abuse, but also trauma that was really off the charts. And there, these, these young women now are doing amazing. Yeah. That proves that treatment works. But when I think about my career and how I was just allowed in an organization to be, Forward thinking and creative and visionary and out of the box. And when someone I think that you work with sees that you're really determined to change lives and you have really great ideas and you like to collaborate and work with people, and you know, every success that we've seen is. phenomenal and how I think as a woman I've really grown I've really grown I think as a woman in this job and as a mother and a daughter and all of those things have really changed my life
0: you know and you just had a birthday and I think we do need to take time step back and and think about those things and you know you mentioned your son Nico who's just a sweetheart
1: how old is he he is 14 and will be 15 in November 14
0: you know and it's interesting because you know back in my days I was the for those of you that don't remember, because it's been a while, it's been 22 years, I was a weekend anchor reporter at NBC Channel 30. And I remember I had been there for 14 years, and I could see the writing on the wall. I was making too much money. They had, as I tell my my opinion, is they had younger, blonder chicks willing to work for half the money. So, you know, um, they demoted me, and I had been there so long. I had a nice severance package, and I said, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm gonna take the severance package I'm gonna walk out that door and I'm gonna start my own business and help people figure out how to deal with the media and not get hurt by the media but you know before that I remember laying in bed the day that I left and just crying my eyes out and I was a single parent at that time I had recently gotten divorced and my son who was 14 at the time said get up get dressed this isn't like you You know, mom, Mm -hmm. you've always figured things out and you'll figure this out. 14 years old. That is amazing. And now he's 29. And, you know, this is something that Nico, this will have a lasting impression on the rest of his life, as I know it did my son and my daughters. Because, you know, defeat for me, not only was it, it could have been an option, but it Mm -hmm. wasn't an option because I was a single parent at the time. I had to do what I had to do. Right. So, you know, I think that in being strong women, some people call... What do they say? Some people call a strong woman a biatch, but, you know, a strong woman is a strong woman, and that's what you need in leadership, and that's what you need to be effective. And and so, you know, kudos to you, and it's great that we're doing this program because we have, over the course of the time that The Connection's been running on the station, talked about so many great issues, interviewed so many great people. And, I mean, my perspective from the outside looking in, you know, as somebody who's in recovery, you know, my mind is opened up to that whole, you know, that whole area of, of, you know, addiction and things like that. But some of the people that have come in here, they've opened my mind too. You know, just like the, just so many folks from the incarceration program to uh, you know, the, the, the transgender community who've been on the show. And so I just thought this would be a great opportunity for you and I to chat and just kind of not only check in with each other, but check in with our audience.
1: Exactly. Because this
0: has been just an unbelievable past couple of months it's like what the hell is going
1: on i know it's been so tragic with the things that have been happening with the severe weather and storms and the latest uh tragic tragic shooting in las vegas and brings back you know 9-11 and the things we went through then and you know our world our society where is it going you know i'm sure you think about this too with your with your beautiful granddaughter you know What's the world going to be like for our children?
0: But don't you think every generation said that? Don't probably. you think that our? Don't you think that our? I remember my grandma said, "Oh, I feel so bad for you kids. Oh, oh my God, you're right." You know, and then her grandmother probably said it. You know, so I don't we all kind we of probably, say that. Yeah, we do. But I guess when when you think of it that way, though, you're like, what else can happen? How much worse can it get? What do we got to do to repair this stuff? Because not only are these tragedies that we're, see, you know, with all the images and all the different ways we get messages now, whether it's a text or it's a you you know, it's a video or it's online or it's TV or, you know, all these things, you know, it does, doesn't it like put a permanent, you know, impression in your mind? It screws you up,
1: I doesn't mean, it? it? It's, it's a lot to take in. It really is. It's interesting for me to see the world through my son Nico's eyes and his friends and just how they adapt and how they are much more observant about surroundings and where they go. It's just become sort of the way of the way they carry themselves and when they go somewhere where i'm i know at my age if i when i was 14 i didn't think about you know i'm going to movie theater i need to make sure where all these exits are you know Mm -hmm. but they just take all that in and the way they maneuver the world is this is how the world is and i don't see them having a bad attitude about it because they have nothing to compare it to but i think you're right people adapt to whatever situation they're in and
0: you know and my hope is and with your training and your your background and expertise and if you're just tuning in um, you're joining Lisa Demattis Lapore, who is the CEO of the connection and myself and Baldwin my concern is that you know it's like what someone told me once when you have kids don't put them on the first time don't put them on the fastest roller coaster because they, they've already been on the fastest roller coaster they they want something bigger and better so do our people or young people especially do they become desensitized when they see all this stuff and you know when you see what happened in vegas especially a natural disaster is a natural disaster but you know this this person you know just taking out all these people you know just horrifying um do you think that sometimes
1: folks get desensitized to that or or what i do i think it happens all the time i, I see that in the work that we do with the connection with our staff because they're mm-hmm. constantly hearing tragedy after tragedy right. and you know when I, when I talk to them it's not that they're not empathetic but they're you know reciting you know this person was you know raped this person was abused this happened that the child was removed mom had you know someone broke into the apartment but you know telling me sort of these stories mm-hmm. the staff and I have to say okay wait a minute how does this make you feel And they're able to say, oh, it's upsetting, you know, I feel bad, you know, because I think you have to, you have to talk about the things that are happening, but, you know, you're citing, oh, look at the TV, but I think you have to stop and process it because that concerns me that this is just the way it is and, you know, well.
0: There'll be, a, no. there'll be something else tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and you bring up an interesting point because I know when I worked in television news and when I was out on the road.
1: Must I be mean, the same thing though, right? Well,
0: it is because, you know, the motto there was if it bleeds, it leads. I mean, I saw things that, you know, and smelt things and, and saw people that I don't really ever even want to see or smell again you know but it's one of those things where you had to do it that was my job right but I'd also do stories where you know for example you know a young child who needed a bone marrow transplant her brother was a match and I became family friends with them and then I had to report on the news one night that she had passed and I lost it I started crying you know my news director called me up and said if you ever do that again you will not have a job I said are you kidding me you know and it was like it was almost you know for the profession itself at least from this individuals eyes you know that was unprofessional but I always looked at it this way if you if you lose your humanity and you lose your feelings and you become that callous then it's time to move on it's time to get another job you know but part of this is driven by ratings it's driven by competition it's driven by that's what the job was and you know people say, "Do you miss it I get that question probably still Really? Two or three times a week. Every time I run in. Do you, do you ever miss being on TV? Hell no. No. Do you think I miss, you know, covering the bleeds that leads? I mean, there, there are components of it that I that I do miss, but not many. Not many. I don't miss knocking on the door and asking, you know, the mother how she feels about her kid just getting run over by a school bus. I don't miss that.
1: No. I don't miss that. That's difficult. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's, it's very difficult. It's unfortunate that that's what happens. And... You know it's just over and over again reminding us of and not that we don't want to be reminded but i always think about the families that you know have suffered this tragic loss or you know families extended families friends that see this over and over again and it's like you know putting a knife in it and turning it it's not that you want to ignore it but it's really painful for people yeah
0: and then there will be the the one-year anniversary and then there's a two-year anniversary and it's just like how how many of these things can we go back to and go back at and just keep reliving these horrifying because the images are there you know the pictures are there the people are there it's just it, it's it's incredible I got to share another quick story with you and if anybody out there hasn't done this and you get the opportunity you have to go see rags at the good speed it runs through December 10th, and Rags is um, a story about this, this woman, this, this Jewish immigrant who comes to America with her, uh-huh. with her young son, and they lived in the Tenement Museums in New York, and it, they bring all these, you know, you'll love this, uh, in case you can't see her, know this, uh, Lisa is Italiano, <laughs> so Italians and just Irish, and, and I tell you, I left that, that performance, which was so incredible, and it changed me it made me more tolerant of the differences of people it made me understand better Uh, even what's going on today with people coming into our country I mean I've got other political views on some of that but you know it was just it was a real eye-opener for me I don't know if it's because I'm I'm at this age where all of a sudden some of my attitudes and some of my um, you know my my rough edges are kind of getting softened a little bit it's really really interesting so I went and saw that and I was at uh, Christmas tree shops in Holyoke on Sunday, and I was standing at the cash register. My back was to this other woman who was being cashed out, and all I can hear is her just being rude to the cashier, mm-hmm. just berating her, just, no, that's not the kind of help I want. And, and I listened for a little bit, and then I turned, and the poor girl, young girl, was all red and ready to start bawling. You could just tell. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I got to say something. And I said, excuse me. I said, do you really have to be that rude to this person? You know, especially, I said, in the wake of all this going on in the I world, know. is your crap really that important? Mind your own business. I said, you know why it is my business? Because this poor girl's probably told by corporate that she can only say, I'm sorry, or please, or thank you. She can't say what she really wants to say to you, so I'm going to say it. And you're a bitch. I said that. So I turned back around to my cashier. My cashier says to me, thank you. Mm-hmm. He goes, we can't say anything. And I just, I walked out of there with a big, I felt so proud of myself because I called this woman out on her bad behavior. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my business. But why do we have to treat each other like that?
1: I don't know. Shouldn't you know, we be more? We you know? should. You know, it just, just remind me of something that has to do with my, my dad. You know, I told you a story of my dad. He passed away many years ago. Right. And I remember he said to me, I never forgot it. Um. Everyone should, tr- we should treat each other the way we do around the holiday time. You know, it's joyous. People get excited. It's all this, you know, pomp and circumstance. And people are, you know, you go to the store and it's a hustle and bustle. And people are, you know, get excited. And I, you know, I never forgot that. But I think that, again, everyone, well, I, I can't, now i am not I'm going to forget the saying. But, you know, everyone has, is fighting with something. Mm-hmm, right? You know mm-hmm. that famous saying? Yeah never judge someone by the cover. And I think we all have our own battles. And, um, we do. People, we, we don't know what's going on. I mean, we don't know. And it's just, it's, I, it would be, it, I think we need to be nicer to each other. And I also think that these things that we see on TV for myself are the things that I see at work, you know, that I, in the, and with the staff and what they go through. It just makes me appreciate my family more. It makes me appreciative. Mm-hmm. It makes me look at life in a different way. It makes me stop and think and take a breath that you know things can always be really so much worse and you know my my cup is half full not half empty right and trying to look at the things that i i I should be grateful for and not always focus on you know we all do we all well we do
0: i mean i know that this past month for me has just been hell because i had you know i had a daughter in texas in houston my son's in tampa I had my granddaughter here with me, which I'm so grateful for because she didn't have to go through all of the, you know, the hurricane stuff because she would have, I'm sure that that would have been some sort of a trauma that she would have had to dealt with for for a long time. And, you know, and then my sister had brain surgery and I'm not listing this out like poor me, but, you know, one thing after another, after another, and I'm like, and then my mom was just diagnosed with um, cirrhosis, not from alcohol, but hereditary. And so it's like, Oh, my goodness. But finally, you know, if you deal with things well and you have coping abilities, and that's what, what the program has given me, mm-hmm. tools to deal with stuff like that. And I figure, like, if I can get through all that stuff without a drink, now, you know, going on seven years. Congratulations. Thank you. It's fantastic. Then I, can, then I can do anything. You know, because I really had to think it through. Because I'll tell you, you know, at the time I felt like, you know, they'll say sometimes, anybody here feel like having a drink today? And some folks raise their hand. I raised my hand because you know what? It wasn't when I was going through all that stuff. It was when everything was better. The hurricanes were over. They didn't lose everything. The granddaughter went back home. The sister's out of surgery. She's doing well. Mom's getting treatment for her thing. What about a drink? Oh,
1: deep breath. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely not. But I had to. I had to think that through. Yeah. So, you know, it, and, and we always say that. It's not always when you're in the midst of chaos that people use or abuse. Exactly. It's it's when things are good, right? Or when things kind of relieve themselves. You must see that a lot.
1: We do. We absolutely do. We see that all the time. We see people coming in now for treatment where they had no, some that had no history whatsoever. But life stressors and they've been on a whirlwind. And then when the whirlwind stopped, it was, you know something triggered it. It was all of that, you know, realization of what they went through and how exhausting it was and just, you know, started drinking or using. And we see, we see every really scenario, but I, I do, I think life is just, life is really difficult. And I think celebrating the, even the smallest of things every day is really, really key. You know,
0: and I've got to tell you my little story. So when my granddaughter was here with me... Oh, she's so
1: adorable. She's great.
0: She's just a hot little ticket. So she was here with me for three weeks. So I live in Windsor. So we would drive 84... Um, every day on the way in and, and there's this one sign and it says bump and it's one of those you know when you go over the bump and your stomach kind of goes woo. so every time I go she go here comes the bump and every time we go over it we go wee yeah. and laugh, laugh 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 well she's been gone now for over a month and every day I go over that bump and I go wee <laughs> laugh, 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 laugh. <laughs> and people must look at me thinking that lady's nuts.
1: <laughs> but you have to, yeah. I mean, you, you talked about
0: celebrating the little stuff, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's really. She's a, was a hot ticket, but wasn't is that amazing how that all worked out though, Anne? It did. That your did. that your granddaughter was here with you when your when your daughter was going through moving. How many times did she have to move in the flood? She got um, so many times. Yeah, she got evacuated three times. I can't even imagine. Yeah. And that's really, it would have been very difficult for a little girl to, any child, I think, to deal with that. And the fact that she was with you was a really safe place. And she had, I mean, she had fun. But I'm sure for your daughter, this was such a, sor- a source of comfort knowing that she was with
0: you. Absolutely. She said, though, my granddaughter said... uh coming to work with me was boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's never boring. You know, and I want to mention too that you know, if you're out there listening and you you or someone you know is struggling with something, the good news is in today's world there is help available. Is. You know, we talk oftentimes about 211 info line. You know that's oftentimes the first point of entry. Those folks are trained to tell you where to go, where to get the resources. but also I'd encourage people to go on the org to the website and you know, read a little bit about some of the programs because I know too, when I was, uh, let's say for example, when I was 49, mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd be needing a program for recovery and rehab because it didn't hit me till I was 50. Mm-hmm. right? Right. So inform yourself. I mean, I hope those things never happen to you. But, you know, just kind of know what you're dealing with and understand, you know, what somebody else might be going through and why. And because you've got to be part of the support system. And one of the best things I've learned is that if you educate yourself, you can speak to somebody who might be going through something without blame or judgment.
1: That's right. That's if so you ever important. try to
0: have a conversation, especially if you're angry and talk to somebody without blame or judgment. It's really hard to it do. Is, it is really hard. But if you can do it, it's really effective. It,
1: re- it really is effective. It so, really So is.
0: what kinds of things are going on over at the Connection? We have a few minutes left, so I just wanted to see what you've got coming up this fall, the winter months. We've got, you know, the clock's going back, and it's already, so, you know, getting dark I earlier. Know. That's got to have an impact on people's moods. And
1: So we are uh, we're going to be starting a, um, I want to start a Coke drive. And uh, within the organization um, for our clients that are in desperate need of coats and supplies um, and even dress for success, you know, clothes for work, for interviews. Um, so I'm hoping to, um, not hoping, we, I am going to um, talk to our wonderful staff and communications um, and see about getting that out in the newsletter and reaching out to our local cleaner who I, I guess at one time, Folks could drop off. Uh, coats and things and they would dry clean and they would deliver them, but we wow. want to get those out, you know, to, to I've our- got a bunch of coats I'm,
0: and, and, you know, I mean, I've got coats that my kids will, you know, now one's in hot Texas and one's in hot Florida. So <laughs> right. we've got some great <laughs> coats hanging around. So that's good to know. So we can keep people, and I'm sure you're going to have information on that on your we website. Do, and we,
1: we do take donations. And so we, we want to do that. So we're going to be doing that. We're also going to be, we're going to be planning some holiday parties and things for, for our, our you know, our clients uh where we're going to be cooking uh you know dinner for thanksgiving and and other things and a toy drive for all our little kids in the program and for staff we'll we'll be doing um you know some celebratory things i i always we always do a halloween party and staff dress up and we have a lot of fun and oh fun so that's that's a lot of fun and um we're going to be starting our strategic planning which i'm very excited about with the organization we're going to be looking towards what our you know 3 and 5 year long range goals are and our mission and sort of reinstate who we are and take a look at, take a look at us as we change and so that's exciting. And we have a new training program rolling out for stuff. We have a lot of really, oh, we have so many wonderful things going on.
0: That's great. And you've got to keep the energy up and, and you know, keep your, even your employees. I mean, you've got to keep them educated and you've got you know, keep them on, on track with the trends They're amazing. And, and things that are going on. I know that I've, I've had the chance to meet many of them. So, you know, and like you said, the holidays are coming along. And, and back to my comment about people say, do you ever miss Channel 30? One of the things that I do miss is we used to do this thing called Joy of Sharing. Ah. Uh, and um I was the joy of sharing reporter. So that was really that was really fun. But I remember um so we go out and make these, you know, usually kids, you know, wishes come true. And I remember one day I got a call in the newsroom from this woman and she said, I saw on the news last night that you featured these two little boys that, you know, I think one of their her father their father had a brain tumor and the mother was very sick too. And she said, Um, I'd like to provide these two boys with uh-huh. brand new bicycles and I said, how wonderful. That's I said, amazing. but I'm just curious. I go, why? And she goes, well, she said, I have breast cancer. I've been given a year to live, max. And so my motto is to do one good deed a day. And this is going to be my good deed. Wow. And she was nice enough to let us film her, you know, come and bring the boys a bike. And I tell you, you talk about bawling like a baby. And everybody was just so grateful. And all these stories and lives and intertwined. And it's such a good feeling, especially if you can you know, look into the eyes and the faces of the people that you're really giving to and helping out. It's just, it's, it's so good. And we all have more than enough t- to give something back. Definitely. don't Definitely.
1: I think that's so great. And, you know, I forgot to mention that we are going to be kicking off a new, our um, new office on 900 Chapel Street, New Haven. New Haven. And it's a beautiful office space. And we're going to be providing um, our intensive outpatient services there. And a couple of our other programs are going to be relocated there. So we're, we're really excited about that. But I think, you know, again, giving back always feels really great. And really, I just want to share something really quickly. We had, we remember when we had the transgender uh, client that came in mm-hmm. and my son uh, was with me that day and heard the, you know, the interview live. And he was so taken aback and said, Mom, I can't believe that, that I was here today to meet this, you know, the this client and hear, and hear her story and, you know, just the way that she has overcome all of these issues makes me really proud of you, but also the, you know, thrilled about being here on the radio show and getting to meet you and the fact that, you know, we're reaching out to people in the community and, you know, letting them know that we care and there's a place for them to go and Again, for those of you, um, you know, please just give us a call. Um, reach out to us on our website, www.theconnectioninc.org. And no
0: re- www dot anymore. No I told w- you. Oh, no. Remember?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have to do www oh, I'm Sorry. sorry. Do it with it. See if you can do it without it. TheConnectionInc.org. Well, that's I'm dating myself back. As no, you're not. It's kind of blade. like a new
0: thing. No, it it's is. Fine. Okay. No, you're not dating yourself because you're right. my age, so we're the same age. All right. Well, this was a great conversation, and we hope that, you know, we, again, it was just Lisa and Ann Raw. This was fun. It was fun. It went by so quickly. Hopefully, it did go by. It did seem, at least for us. Hopefully, it did for everybody else,
1: too. <laughs> well, thank you all for to- tuning in and uh, listening to us early in the morning on Sunday. We really enjoy you folks, and thank you so much for the positive feedback. And Ann, thank you. You're such a role model to so many women and you're a role model to me. So I'm
0: right, back right back
1: at you. Right back at you.
0: And thanks again as Lisa mentioned for listening to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. Mm-hmm.